Hey guys, welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and you've tuned in today because you're sick of trying every fad diet under the sun and training yourself into the ground without seeing any results. That's why I'm here, to share the most effective ways to eat and train for sustainable and long-lasting results. What's up, guys? Welcome to the episode, the first one of 2018. Happy New Year. Uh, we've got a big episode today. I'm going to be talking about the differences between weight training and body weight training and the pros and cons and which one I think is more beneficial for you depending on what your goal is. But before we get stuck into the episode, I'm going to go through my top tips for setting your goals for 2018 and actually sticking to them and also hang around for the end of the episode where I'll go through this week's social media question of the week. All right, goal setting. Firstly, I think the most important aspect of setting goals is to go back to last year, see what goals you set for yourself and ask yourself, did you achieve them? So reflect on what you set out to achieve last year. And if you did, fantastic. I hope you set bigger and better goals for this year. But if you didn't, how come? What was the reason you didn't achieve your goals? Was it something under your control? Was it out of your control? And I think reflection is a big thing when it comes to resetting um, your goals or what you'd like to achieve moving into to this year. Now, when I set goals, there's a number of boxes that I like to tick and I, f- I think that this will be hugely beneficial for you and it may be something that you're not doing. The first thing I like to tick is to make sure that I'm visualizing my goals or able to see them every single day. So for me, I write them down every single morning. Uh, I put up a post on my Instagram the other day at DJK Fitness where I showed my diary from 2017 and I actually showed you guys where I wrote down my goals every single day and I meditated for five to 10 minutes. Now, even if it's not as beneficial, you know, I, I'm, uh, I'm not too sure whether or not writing down your goals is more beneficial than just looking at them. So you may have them stuck up on your fridge, behind a toilet door, at your desk at work or, or whatever it may be. But I found for myself, it was very beneficial to write them down every morning just to make sure I'm aware of what I'm out to achieve and to make sure that my actions for that day are aligned with what I want to get out of the year and out of the day. It might be weekly goals, monthly, six months, 12 months, might even be 10 years, but just making sure that I'm staying focused and staying on track. So Here's my tips to make sure that you set realistic goals this year or goals that are going to allow you to push your boundaries, set new limits, but most importantly, achieve them. First thing is be specific about what you want to achieve. Secondly, tell people close to you about your goals. I think that's a big one, making sure that you stay accountable. Thirdly, or third thing, I don't know if thirdly is a word, be be realistic. Set big goals, but have a step-by-step plan of how you can actually get there. So, I'm, I'm a big believer of setting massive goals and, and goals that don't scare you probably aren't big enough. But in saying that, you need to be able to put together an actionable step-by-step plan to make sure that you can get there. You need to be able to reverse engineer what you want to achieve and the steps that you're going to need to take to get there. Because if you just say, all right, I want to become a billionaire this year, but you have no idea how you're going to do it, then that's not a good goal. Yes, it's a big goal and yes, that's a goal that's going to scare you, but It's not realistic because you don't know how you're going to achieve it. So figure out a step-by-step plan um, and make sure that it is achievable and you know how you're going to get there. Next, write them down every day. Now, I went through this before. It may not be every day for you, but just make sure that you can see your goals daily. 
Next thing, put some actual thought into them. You really need to care about it, guys. I see a lot of people at the start of every year posting up their goals or, or saying they're doing goals. And a lot of the time, it's just because they feel the need to set goals. They feel the need to write something down or come up with something outrageous because it's the start of the year. If it doesn't mean anything to you, then you won't stick to it and you won't achieve it. Next thing, set small goals along the way. I think this is really important and uh, and following this is to celebrate small and big wins. I think if you've got a major goal or an, or an end goal, then there needs to be small things along the way that are achievable, whether it be weekly or monthly. And when you do achieve them, celebrate them. It might be something as simple as just recognize it or recognizing it and talking about it with a friend. You might go out for dinner. You might go and go on a shopping spree or something like that. But you need to be able to recognize that you are doing well, that you are on track. And that'll help you stay focused and stay on track for the major goal in the long term or in the long run. Next thing is stay focused, and I think this comes back to being able to see your goals daily, um, focusing on what you need to do that day and making sure that your actions are aligned with your goals. This is a big thing. Next thing, consistency is the key. This is something I'm massive on. This isn't just to do with health and fitness. This is work. This is uh, family goals. This is anything. Consistency is always the key. It's it's very easy to get hyped up with some motivational videos or you might listen to a podcast or see someone else achieving their goals and be really pumped to smash yours for 2018 and then that, that might last for 10 days, it might last for a couple of months but if it's going to eventually wear off because you don't have anything you're focused on or you're not consistent with your actions each day, you know what I like to tell my clients is do the small things well every single day and it'll, that'll equate to some big achievements in the long run. Next thing, surround yourself with the people you want to be like. Now, I, I actually am a massive believer in the saying that you are the product of the five people you spend the most time with. I truly do believe this. So surround yourself with good people, people that are on the same path as you are. And if there's people in your life that are toxic or that are trying to pull you down because you're doing bigger and better things than they are, then you have to make that hard decision to to let them go or just spend less time with them because ultimately that's going to have a massive negative effect on what you're out to achieve yourself. Listen to more podcasts and audio books. Um, you'd be surprised. Sorry, guys, if you can hear something, that's actually an aeroplane just flying above above my head at the moment. I'm on holidays with the family and I'm recording today's episode in the car because that's where the best sound quality is and we're actually staying right near an airport so you'll hear a few jumbo jets throughout this this podcast episode today but listen to more podcasts and audiobooks i think you'd be truly surprised at how much you can upskill and learn by listening to podcasts and audiobooks every time you commute to and from work it might be when you get a spare hour in the morning or in the evening it could be during your lunch break at work but not everybody has time to sit down and read for 10 to 20 minutes per day or for half an hour a day so there's a lot of time we do spend commuting i know myself even though i live close to work a lot of my day is spent in the car in the morning in the evening if i have to go to and from clients and that all adds up over the span of a day a week month a year so if i'm listening to podcasts and audiobooks there's so much that i can be getting out of those trips where if i wasn't doing that i'd probably just be listening to music couple things left guys before we move on today's episode seek out professional assistance or hire a coach or a trainer or a mentor or look up to a mentor i think this is something that is hugely beneficial and what i focused on in 2017 and it definitely paid off uh big time for me and i, I think it'll do the same for you 
do things you haven't done in the past. You know the saying, guys, do what others want to achieve what others can't. I'm a big believer in that. You need to be doing the small things and the big things that people aren't, other people aren't willing to do to get what they won't be able to achieve in the long run. There's a there's a reason why people are successful, and success leaves cues, uh, leaves cues, leaves clues. And if you look at most highly successful people, they're doing all the little things that most of us don't want to be doing, and that's why they are achieving what they are achieving today. And the last one, do epic shit. Just go out, make sure you set big goals, do things you haven't done before and make 2018 a fantastic year. And with that, that's the end of my tips of of making sure you stay on track with your goals for 2018 and beyond and making sure you actually achieve them. Guys, let's get stuck into today's show. All right, so now we've taken care of goal setting, it's probably time to implement them. And I'm sure some of you have got some health and fitness goals this year that you want to achieve, whether it's fat loss or muscle building. And a question I often get asked is, what's more beneficial, body weight training or weights training? And some people may think that body weight training suits their body type better. Other people may enjoy weights training, and that's fantastic. It's great to find the best style of training that suits you and the one that you enjoy the most. But today, what I'm going to do is share some pros and cons of both, give you my opinion on on which one is better for results. Um, and then I'll leave the decision up to you whether you would like to go with body weight or weights training and um, and you'll get to hear my answer to all of this as well. So if muscle building is your goal, guys, and we know that progressively overloading the muscle is essential for growth and strength gains. Now, to do this, you need to be using either more weight, more sets, more reps, or slowing down the tempo on your exercises. This This can be easily done using weights, whether it's dumbbells, barbells, machines, medicine balls, or kettlebells. You know, the list goes on. There's so much different equipment these days that you can use to overload the muscle. Now, progressively overloading using weight or body weight training is a lot harder as the only options are to either perform more reps, slow down the tempo, or increase the difficulty of the exercise. So let's say, for example, we're talking about a push-up. There's a number of progressions that you can use to make it harder. You may start on your knees, then you may go to your toes, then you may elevate your feet. But once you reach a point where you've reached the most difficult form of a push-up, there's really only a few ways you can overload that muscle now. So we're talking about the chest, and that is to increase more reps, sorry, increase the reps you're doing or the amount of sets, or really slow down the reps. So we're very limited to what we can do to overload that muscle. Now, on the other hand, if fat loss is the goal, then energy expenditure is essential. We know this. We need to be in a negative energy balance if we want to be losing weight or losing body fat. So both body weight training and weight training can give you the desired outcome here. Uh, energy expenditure is is literally anything you do throughout the day. It might be taking the stairs. It might be walking around. It might be hanging out the washing, training with weights, doing cardio, swimming, whatever it may be. Um, but energy in versus energy out if you're in a negative energy balance, then you'll see weight loss and fat loss results over time. That's just how it works, guys. If you've been following this podcast for a while, you'll know that. If you haven't, then this may be new to you, but it really is that simple. If you're burning more energy than you're taking in, then you'll lose fat or you'll lose weight. If you're taking in more energy than you're burning, then you will eventually gain weight or gain muscle mass or gain size over time. And it all does come back to consistency. So the pros and cons of weights training, let's let's uh, let's start off with that. So pros, easy to overload the muscle. There's more exercises to choose from. I think we know that with uh, with as I've went through before, the options are very limited with body weight training. 
uh, can elevate your heart rate just as much, if not more, than cardio training, which is something that a lot of you probably don't don't think about too often, but it's something that I've been going through with clients, especially towards the end of 2017. If I had a client come to me who had been doing a lot of body weight training or a lot of cardio training for fat loss, then I would get them to actually wear a heart rate monitor or heart rate watch or whatever it may be for the session that we do in the gym with weights and show them how much energy they're actually expending. And more often than not, it's more than what they were doing in their cardio session anyway. So weights training can be a, a great way to expend energy and um, and to actually lose body fat. And you're getting the best of both worlds because you're building lean muscle mass as well. Great for beginners and trainers who are just starting out as light loads can be used. Um, whereas body weight, if we're talking about something like a pull-up, unless you're using an assisted pull-up machine or bands, uh, if you've never done a pull-up before, then good luck doing sets of 10 on your first time. Whereas if we're using, let's say, a lap pull-down machine, we can lighten the load, teach you the proper technique, and get you to actually stimulate the muscles that we want you to use, uh, which you can't do with pull-ups if you can't perform a pull-up. Weight training also increases bone density. Moving on to the cons, uh, higher risk of injury with weights obviously requires a lot more practice and neurological control. Uh, strength training is a skill. It's just like playing the guitar. If you're doing it once a week or once a month, you know, it's going to take you a lot longer to get good at playing the guitar compared to if you were doing it four to five times per week, and that's the same with weights training. Weights training requires access to equipment. Uh, which some people don't have or may not have access to if you're on a holiday like I am at the moment. Luckily, I've got a membership to a gym over here at the moment, but if I was in the middle of nowhere holidaying with the family I didn't have any equipment, obviously it's going to be impossible to do weights training. Uh, and then lastly, or the last con that I've got down here, if you've got any more, I'd love to hear them. Uh, just shoot me an email, danny at dannykennedyfitness.com, uh, is that some people find it boring, weights training. Okay, There's a lot of people I've spoken to that just don't want to spend time in the gym because they find it boring. Now, the pros and cons of body weight training. Some of the pros uh, can be done anywhere, as I just mentioned. If you're somewhere where you don't have access to equipment, then body weight training is perfect. Easier on your joints and ligaments compared to weights training. Great for group training environments and great for when you are traveling, as I just mentioned. Some of the cons, they're harder to overload the muscle, which we've already discussed. You're limited to what exercises you can perform. can be a lot harder to perform as a beginner trainer or for someone who is significantly over or underweight. Um, which we've also spoken about. So I guess in summary, guys, with the body weight versus weights training debate is both body weight and weights training can be beneficial and should be included in your regular training routine. Now, predominantly, I do weights training, but I always keep body weight training in my program. So whether that's pull-ups, push-ups, dips, lunges, jump squats, I do as much body weight training as I can, but I'll always overload the muscle or put most of my focus on weights training because I know ultimately that's what's going to help me achieve my goal and that's what I enjoy. You may not enjoy weights training and that's fine. Find what works for you and stick to it. Um, there's nothing. There's no, there's no rule saying that you need to do weights training. If you can overload your muscles with body weight training, then go for it. Um, it does come down to your personal your personal preference. So, as I mentioned, guys, if there is some more points that you'd like to add 
to I'm not going to call this a, a debate it's just a discussion and it's just my opinion to be honest but if there's more points that you'd like to add then feel free to send me an email um, I'd love to hear hear your response and we may even do a follow-up episode on this depending on the feedback we get from the episode but that's it for this part of the podcast we're going to wrap things up with the social media question of the week uh, I hope you've enjoyed the episode so far stick around because you'll love the answer um, to this question that I got through Instagram just the other day all right this week's social media question of the week came through Instagram and it's a good one the question was how many calories should I take if I want to lose body fat or how many calories should I take from my maintenance intake and how many calories should I add if I want to build muscle now my my answer here is always go on the conservative side of things so to lose weight you need to be in a calorie deficit we know that but it can be any form of calorie deficit. If you're 100 calories below your maintenance level, then you will lose weight. It'll just take a little bit longer. My recommendation is anywhere between 200 and 500 calories below your maintenance. So if you maintain weight, eating 2,500 calories per day and you want to lose weight, then maybe drop down anywhere between 2,300 and 2,000 uh, to put you in that fat burning state. And exactly the same, but actually a little bit more conservative when you're trying to build muscle or gain size so if you maintain weight at 2500 then to go into a calorie surplus i recommend anywhere between 100 and 300 to start with above maintenance so maybe 2600 to 2800 and then from there when weight gain or when your progress stalls then we just slowly increase calories um, say by 100 even 50 calories at a time uh, but it also does depend on how much body fat you're willing to put on likewise with body fat reduction or if you're trying to lose weight and your fat loss stalls this is actually going to be an episode in itself um, which you'll see or you'll hear in the next episode or how to break through a fat loss plateau um, but the reductions need to be small so if you're eating 2300 calories per day and your fat loss stalls and you want to reduce your calories then it should be by, by a very small amount um, i'm recommending things between 100 to 200 calories maximum reduction and your fat loss will begin again so that's this week's question of the week and that's also the end of today's podcast i hope you've enjoyed the first episode of 2018 there's plenty of fantastic content to come to you guys this year as always i'd love your feedback send me an email danny at dannykennedyfitness.com if you've enjoyed the episode today please do leave a review on the fitness and lifestyle podcast and rate the podcast it does all help get my get me ranking a little bit higher in itunes which would be awesome as I said, I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and you're ready for a big 2018. I'll chat to you next week.